Hey there, horror movie tea sippers. The following podcast episode will contain spoilers for the movie we are about to review. If you have not seen the movie and do not wish to have anything ruined prematurely, please do not continue to watch or listen until you have seen the movie. And welcome to the Horror Movie Tea Podcast. Hello, guys. <laughs> we're, Hello. we're back in person drinking our iconic chronic condition mugs. <laughs> yes. And today. Thank you again, V. Yes. Thank you, V. <laughs> And uh, today we will be covering Open Water 3 Cage Dive, which for those who want to watch, uh, if you want to watch it before listening further, it is free on Tubi, T-U-B-I. It's, it's kind of like what Hulu used to be, where it's free, but then they show you commercials. Yeah. Thankfully, the commercials aren't quite as bad as some other streaming services. I've seen some that take forever. These are thankfully yeah. like, I think a minute, minute and a half. Total. Yeah. And, and they don't have the commercials too often. No, they don't overload you with commercials every five to ten minutes. Yeah. Like, TV is actually a pretty good service. Yeah. I think there were, what, four commercial breaks? For maybe five. Maybe. Big there weren't maybe. many. But I know there was at least four. Yeah. There weren't many. And again, they weren't very long. They were long enough that you could run into a different room, grab a drink really, really quick, and run back. Yep. Yep. So. <laughs> but for for tea today, yep. we are changing it up. A bit. I... Okay, so... <laughs> The, we I got this at a uh, 99 Ranch. For those who aren't familiar, it's a uh, Asian grocery store. But I got uh, it's called Vigorously Shaken Milk Tea, and I almost made an oopsie and ruined it. But luckily, I intuitively was correct <laughs> and did not ruin it. And this is actually really tasty. Like if you guys like milk tea, but don't like the price, buy this stuff because not only does it save you a bunch of money, but it tastes pretty darn good. Awesome. And I actually busted into Alyssa's stash of tea and tried her zest tea, the blue lady flavor. It's it's a black tea with citrus and passion fruit, from what it said on the thing. So. Yes, I posted it good. on our yes. social medias before. Yes, and, it is on our Instagram, for sure. And I will say, this is not sponsored, but their stuff is awesome, because I'm the type of person, I can't drink energy drinks because it makes me way too jittery, and I actually get sick. But that, it gives me, like... A way better uh, burst of energy than like regular tea, but um, it doesn't make me jittery or crash, and it's the L-theanine in it, mm -hmm. and it just makes it a lot more gentle. Now, I wouldn't recommend chugging it all in one go, but I mean, if you want to live life on the edge, caffeine is my lifeblood. 
It's like I have drank in it within. Uh, drank in it. I have drunk it. Drank it. I don't know what, what what's English grammar. Um, I've what are I've, words? I've uh, finished You've it. Consumed it within two hours before, and nothing bad happened. Um, but yeah, it's. I wouldn't recommend doing it every single morning, but if if you had like a really rough night and you need a little extra caffeine boost, it's a good one. I could use a little get up and go, so I'm excited to try this. It's a little bit warm for me to be able to drink it just yet, but we'll get there. Yes. <laughs> so let's go ahead and move on to the summary for this. Yes, and uh, excuse me while I bump a bunch of chords. Um, sorry, podcast listeners. <laughs> uh, so, ooh, entertainment. This movie, like, this movie, we will talk more detail on how quote unquote this movie good mo- this movie is in the realism scale but for entertainment the first thing that stuck out to me and I feel like the movie kind of got its rhythm a little bit more later on but especially in the beginning it was kind of a mixture of like found footage uh, interview platform and then like um, news coverage and I understand that they're just trying to show different angles of the story, but it just seemed really chaotic and it was kind of hard to follow initially at first. But then, you know, watching, continuing to watch the movie and see the characters and what happens to them, then it kind of fits a little bit more. Um, I feel like the the jump scares were pretty decent. Um, they weren't they weren't like very prevalent throughout the movie. I feel like they were pretty good at like. They had eight. They had eight? You they counted had, them? Yes, I counted them. They had eight I only remember major four. jump scares. I got a tally. Man. Well, okay then. <laughs> I hate jump scares, guys. They're cheap scares. Yeah, and... I can understand a couple of them. It's a shark movie. There's going to be a couple of jump scares. But some of them were just unnecessary. And I will say that it was kind of the jump scares that they were relying on to be the scare of the movie. There wasn't really the tension was them being in the water. Yeah. But it's like, well, we'll get to that a little bit later. Yeah. But the, <laughs> they weren't, and okay, another thing stylistic wise on the movie is it wasn't very consistent. Like, for example, they had, shown them already uh, like them having fun in California and then showed them going to Australia and then they've already been on like one boat in Australia and then it has a countdown timer that pops up that's like one day before a cage dive I'm like you're like a fourth through the movie and now you're doing the countdown like what the heck that didn't make any sense and then they continued the countdown gimmick it's like okay yeah, it was unnecessary. They, I feel like they were trying to use that not only to give us a timeline of events, but to add a bit of tension. And yeah. if anything, it detracted from it. Yeah, we it's very distracting. Care. Yeah, <laughs> Just, movie took way too long to movie. Well, I feel like them having the news coverage about it and talking about this, what happened to them beforehand, that's enough to yes. create tension. Yeah. Um, but I will say that the effects in this movie were pretty decent. 
But the only reason why they were decent is because they were very selective on when they were using special effects as far as like CG goes with the sharks attacking them. Yes. But I feel like that was a really good choice on their part because it was honestly that's what made uh, 47 meters down really fall apart was the effects. (laughs) For those of you that haven't seen 47 Meters Down, there is one particular scene that you absolutely must watch. And it's toward the end of the movie, but the sharks are all CG. And they're just frozen for a moment with their mouths open toward the people like, ah, ah. (laughs) And it makes us laugh. Every single time we see yeah. that scene. Yeah. Hysterically. Are you remember us talking about that a lot oh in the, the 47 meters down episode we that we did? Dying. Last year. Whew, seems like such long ago. We were dying. But like, so in this movie, they they obviously used actual uh, shark footage. Now, the thing that me and Jess were kind of arguing over on if they actually filmed their own shark footage or if it was like stock footage that they they got. That, I don't know, there's some scenes I'm like, I don't think you can do that with stock footage, but I'm also, I'm a video editor, but I'm also not a special effects expert. So I honestly don't know if that's possible. I feel like it was most likely a mixture of various footage. Yeah. So... Maybe some that they caught, but I mean, they're wild animals. They're not going to necessarily behave like you want them to. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that if I highly doubt all of it is theirs. I don't think they used much CG. They did use some. Yeah, they definitely used some, like especially the shark coming up from the bottom. But it was good CG. Like they spent money on that CG. Yeah, like they, I think they, at least from my, well, I could immediately tell mm-hmm. they use CG maybe three times. Yeah. But like I said before, like they were just very selective. They and were. whatever scene that they put it in, they just threw all of the money at it. Yeah. <laughs> they were very selective, which I appreciate. And it is fairly seamless to those that aren't heavily into editing or special effects. It can be very difficult to tell exactly which scenes were CG. So they did a very, very good job there. And they also don't show the sharks as often as a lot of other movies. Yes. They kept the tension a little bit better that that way. Mm -hmm. But but the biggest pitfall for the entertainment... Oh, I didn't even say what my entertainment score was. (laughs) My entertainment score is a four. And the reason being is not only it's like since they kind of find their footing later on in the film, I can't be too mad about the initial setup of the film. It's like, yeah, it's kind of shaky, but then it kind of finds itself. So I'm okay with that. I can give it a pass because it's kind of hard, especially with the um, it seemed to be a more low budget film. But the main cast, all of them are some level of unlikable and by the end you're just like please kill kill them all kill them now which one dies first it you know we're both rooting for megan to die first i think pretty much from the get-go it varied depending on the scene but the more she panicked the more i was like get her yeah (laughs) because 
Like, Megan, not only was she extremely disrespectful to the relationship she was in, because she was, is like, Jeff, and I forgot the other guy's name. Josh. Josh. She was, uh, it's two brothers, and she was uh, dating one and then cheating on him with the other brother. Mm -hmm. So it's like, not only is the other brother, you know, betraying his brother by having a relationship with his girlfriend that he wanted to ask to marry him but she's like yeah this is fine <laughs> just, uh. but that aside megan just in general was not that smart of a person she would panic thrash around a lot scream a lot but the one scene the one scene that made me face palm and want the, my suffering to end was they're on they find a lifeboat and they find someone that is unconscious. And Megan thinks it's a good idea to wake her up by using the flare. And just by that statement, you can probably figure well, out what happened. She was saying that she wanted to signal using the flare. And that maybe the light would also help wake her up. But it's the middle of the night. They already wasted There's one flare. nobody around. And she wants to use their last flare. Yeah. Sorry, crunchy noises. Finishing my tea. And no, I am not peeing. I'll probably edit this out. Please do. But not for video. Haha. -ha. You guys are the lucky ones. This is why you subscribed for premium content. <laughs> All right. Sorry, Jess. You may continue. Bruce in my suffering. <laughs> you want Bruce to get me? <laughs> That's rude. I was actually thinking of him eating me, but... <laughs> oh, oh. Well, okay then. <laughs> that is one scene that I thought was extremely funny, I'm not gonna lie. When Jeff found out that Megan was cheating on him with his brother, he decided that the best course of action was to swim away from them because apparently he'd rather be eaten by a shark <laughs> than be anywhere near them ever again. Yeah, that was kind of funny. But I will say the one, well, one of the, no, I'd say it's the one golden movement uh, moment. The one golden moment of the movie is at the very end. And see, Jess... Just was talking the whole time. Is like, would it. it be great oh my if the God, shark it. got them right before they were rescued? And so it's just one person left. I think it's Jeff. Josh. Josh. I can't keep their name straight. And he's like, he sees a helicopter and he's calling it down. And then the camera looks down and fucking shark is coming up and it just engulfs him and the camera and it's amazing it's so great we cheered yeah it, it was, was great. oh it was such a glorious moment great. uh i am kind of glad that they killed megan off first she was she needed to go yes i'm mad that they didn't do it sooner yeah, it was kind of sad how Jeff died, though. Cause, well, okay, another thing that was frustrating was the fact that they kept on uh, the the boyfriend of Megan, the official boyfriend Jeff. of Megan, Jeff, they kept on saying, oh, you need to take your medicine. Have you brought your medicine? Blah, blah, blah. And I had a theory. I'm like, okay, it's probably super important medicine to where it's like, you know, you're 
you would not be in a happy place if you didn't take this medicine. But then they never explain what his condition is. Now, now when he's actually suffering from not having his medicine for a while, they're like, is it your heart? But they don't... They still never mentioned his condition. Yeah, like, they could have at least given us a medication name, and then we could look up that medication and see what the condition meant. Yeah, no, they they hid the bottle. The bottle looked fairly generic, so I'm wondering if it was low-dose aspirin, which is commonly used to treat those that are prone to heart attacks. Mm. I'm like, I wondered... But he would still have to have some sort of heart condition to be that young and yeah. to, like, if he doesn't take it, he has a heart attack. Yeah. But I'm just saying it didn't look like a prescription bottle. Well, no, that might have been the budget. Well, but, but it's an orange <laughs> bottle with a white cap. It wasn't. When they showed oh. it, it was a white bottle. Oh. It was a white bottle with a white cap. Oh. Well. Details. They sure changed <laughs> the budget on that one. Details. <laughs> but yeah i okay so i've said enough and i know we are probably way farther into this than we should be okay jess what would you rate for entertainment finally sorry (laughs) so i'd give it a four and a half and the half point was brought up because of the shark footage it tastes like plastic now (laughs) i don't trust it okay that's gross that's my fault for pitting too hot of water. Yeah. Probably melted the plastic bag a little bit. I'm wondering if I should go rinse out my mouth. You're fine, okay. paranoid. So if you guys don't hear from me again. Don't make me go full southern on you. <laughs> so I give it a four and a half. And that half point is because of the shark footage they used. Since it is mostly live footage. So that was good. They didn't use CG for the whole movie. It was fairly accurate there. Um, A lot of the behaviors and reactions were fairly accurate, um, if not organic. Not all of it, I feel like, was organic. I feel like some of the relationships especially seemed a little forced. Not not really genuine. And that could have just been the, the actors not being big actors or in the field for long or whatever. It just... They didn't seem quite as comfortable. Yeah. The character development wasn't really there. Yeah, it didn't seem believable. It was kind of difficult to tell the guys apart. The main difference was the hair. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, no, that, that was what I did. The main difference was the hair. With the extras, I don't remember what any of the guys looked like. And I only remember seeing one other girl on the boat, but they pull one out of the water and the other is on the raft when they set off the flare. Yeah. So I knew girls with like really dark hair. I don't know if they were the same person or they had to have been different because that raft burned to hell. Yeah. She, she was dead. Yeah. (laughs) You can't survive something like that. Yeah. I don't know, but they're, they're all interchangeable. I just thought of something. They essentially made a barbecue for the shark. Yeah, they did. (laughs) That's so terrible. (laughs) Why did I think of that? Well, I mean, it doesn't help that they're ringing the dinner bell every single time Megan starts freaking out. Yeah. They watched a video on the boat about how to avoid shark attacks. So they have no excuse 
They say in the video, avoid panicked flailing movements and don't swim off alone. Stay with the group. Yeah. But no. <laughs> Every chance she gets, she's screaming and flailing and splashing around. And I'm surprised they didn't kill her sooner. Yeah. I know a lot of it was probably to add tension, but it would have been a lot better of a movie if they just killed her off sooner. <laughs> it would have. Yeah. For sure. Half the movie. Over half the movie. I was sitting here, please eat one of them. Preferably both, but at least one of them. End our suffering. But no, movie had to take until almost the end to eat them. It was also after, it was about the 30 minute or so mark before we finally saw the sharks around the shark cage. Yeah. So like a third a of the movie... I remember you being like, show us the sharks. Yes. I thought we were here to watch sharks. Yeah. But we're watching footage that we don't care about. It makes the characters worse in our eyes and we care less about them. We start rooting for the sharks before they even get in the cage. Yeah. <laughs> so the sharks raised it a little bit, but the character development and the characters themselves, really, and how they did the first third of the movie took away points. Yeah. Yeah, like, this is one of those movies for entertainment, and we'll be moving on to realism very shortly, but it's one of those movies where you're just so frustrated that even though the setup of the movie and how they made the movie overall actually wasn't that bad... It's just the characters, especially Megan, was so annoying that it just... I, I'm probably not going to watch this movie again. Oh, no. I don't want to put myself through it again. Yeah, it was It was. It was rough. frustrating. Though, it would have earned at least a full point if, when they saw the cooler, uh, yeah. if what you said had come to pass, uh, and they reached the cooler, but it was full of bait. Yes. It would have received at least a full point back. Well, like, what's stupid is, like, you see <laughs> the sharks attack it. Yeah. But then... You never see what's in it. Yeah, so if you guys haven't watched the movie, there's a scene where they see a cooler and they go over to it, or it appears to be a cooler. They mm -hmm. don't really confirm what it is. And I was like, it would be so funny if they go there, open it up, and bait just, like, pours over them. And they're like, oh, crap. Yeah. And they're just, like, ringing the dinner bell for the sharks well, to come back. It looks like one of the coolers that if you have it a certain way, like, if you tip it a certain way, it would open on its own. Yeah. So I was thinking that he was going to go over to it and go to use it like a flotation device, and it tips and spills out bait everywhere. Yeah. And that would have been amazing. That would have been so funny. It would have been great. We're awful people, but it would have been amazing. Yeah. <laughs> we would have laughed and cheered even more for the shark. But it's almost like a Murphy's Law kind of thing. And I feel like that was a really missed opportunity. It really was. Yeah. I was kind of sad it didn't happen. I was too. But, but mine came to pass. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you guessed right, but... Hungry shark struck. <laughs> but anything else before we move on to realism? Uh, 
Not really, just the points off for the the cheating, because that's never okay, and the worst cameraman ever. Because they never really focus on anything. It's really hard to not feel motion sick or get a headache from all the movement. So it was, it was annoying yeah. that way. But a lot of my issues were just realism. Yep. As per usual. Yep. So as <laughs> usual, I will go first. Yep. So for me, realism is a five. And the reason being, this movie is very weird. So in general... It actually was a more accurate shark movie and a more accurate movie in general, except for a few key scenes. So the number one. A few. I'm trying to be nasty. <laughs> um, the first one that really stuck out to me is when they first start doing the found footage crap. And the guy puts it in the bathroom where Megan goes in and starts getting dressed. I'm like, it's a regular sized camera. You would totally be able to see scene it. For no reason. Yeah, it's just, I'm like, is she just, she could totally be able to see it. Even if you weren't paying attention, you would be able to see it. Just, ugh. But. Least observant person ever. Mm-hmm. But I will say I'll give them um, points because. Whenever they went underwater and they had the little, you know, mouth apparatus things, they weren't talking to each other. And the, which is good because you wouldn't be able to. We counted off for it in other movies, so. Yes. (laughs) And I had recently watched Poseidon Rex where they were wearing the same uh, mouth apparatuses and they had them talk, so... This movie definitely uh, was realistic that way. And also... That was refreshing. I was looking up the possibility. And I I don't live near the sea, so I'm not an ocean expert. But I was trying to... I'm like, no way a random wave is possible. Well, the BBC, uh, the BBC did an article about rogue waves. And from satellite, uh, satellite data... Um, well, it was like they said, like measurement, so mm-hmm. data of some kind. They determined that not only are rogue waves possible, but they are actually pretty frequent in the ocean. But the reason why they don't happen a ton for boats is the ocean is huge. But anyways, it, it's a huge. It, it is a possibility. Um, and apparent. I was looking at like the formula, and it's kind of like a tornado where it has to be the right conditions and mixture of things. And um, they said strong current, strong wind. It just all of the pieces have to come together. But anyways, like the Goldilocks yes. range. <laughs> but it, it it's possible, which mm-hmm. kind of terrifying to think about because they said that the the highest rogue wave ever recorded was eighty four feet, and whew, <laughs> nope. <laughs> Nope, nope. But the 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 parts where they definitely well, besides Megan not noticing the camera in the bathroom, is the battery power was way too good, right? And the memory card, yeah, like it wouldn't be able to hold all of that. No, four K. It was four K that they're using because that was way too good of quality footage. Oh yeah, four K yeah, takes up a lot of space, a ton. 
even one of the biggest memory cards is not going to be able to hold as much footage as they had on there. Yeah, like the the camera that we're using right now is 4K. Now, granted, it's not super duper 4K, so I know we look a little bit grainy, but um, but it the memory card that I have is a pretty decent size, and it can only hold two hours of footage. Yeah. So no, um, and then also the lifeboat the the sharks at one point do start i wouldn't go so far as to say attacking the lifeboat but they're Mm -hmm. they're bumping up against it now i know you had mentioned that maybe they're curious and there were multiple sharks Mm -hmm. um i don't know it was such a weird scene it was kind of hard to tell the intention if they're actually trying to imply that the sharks were attacking the boat or if they were just curious it seemed more like a nudge to me. But, uh... They're big animals, so... And all muscle. Yeah. So I feel like it was it was a nudge. I yeah. felt like that was... That was okay. It yeah. was It was stretching a little bit, but it was okay. Just right on the edge, though. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> but have at it. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like five is fairly accurate... Uh, the battery life on the camera was a big no, especially if they're using night vision at times, too. No. <laughs> no. That's going to drain a lot of the battery life, too. So, And they never made mention of bringing extra batteries or anything like that. So it just doesn't make sense. I'm also wondering when the boat capsizes... And they get flung out of the cage. Where did the scuba gear go? Like, they lost their flippers. They lost their vest. They lost the the gas tanks. They lost the breathing apparatus. They lost everything. So, where did it go? I can understand, like, getting rid of the weighted belt. But that's typically, like, a belt. Not the whole vest. Yeah. You can put weights in the vest, but the vest is typically made so that you can fill it with air from the tank to use as a flotation device if need be. So getting rid of all of your gear is a stupid move, (laughs) but that's neither here nor there. They also (laughs) saw a whole bunch of items floating up from the wreckage. None of them even mention to grab anything. No one attempts to grab anything that's clearly floating easily. No trying to find useful items or supplies. Nothing. I get being freaked out that there are sharks in the water and you just got very disoriented from a giant wave out of nowhere. But think. So, I grew up around pools, and part of our our scuba diving test as well was treading water. It takes a lot of energy to tread water for that long. Even for 15 minutes, you're going to be hurting, especially if you're not used to it, as they didn't seem to be that used to it. So, for them to tread water for that long, it's not really going to be a good situation at all. Yeah. So I I think it was very, very dumb for them not to grab anything. 
I'm sure one or two of them probably wouldn't think about it being more concerned with the sharks, but at least one of them, you would think, would be like, grab something, <laughs> anything, because a lot of the life-saving supplies are also designed to float, like the raft. But a lot of those things, a box with flares, extra packets of food, containers on a boat are typically designed to float in case something happens and they fall overboard or the boat capsizes or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So grab something and it's probably useful. If nothing else, you can use it so you don't have to tread water the whole time. Yeah. Ah. So annoying. I hated it so much. <laughs> also, when he's going toward the cooler, the fact that he lived when it looked like the shark was attacking... Mm -hmm. I'm calling major BS on that. There's no way he outswam a shark, let alone a great white. Yeah. <laughs> two of them, actually. There were two in yeah. that scene. So, no. No one stopped Megan from shooting off the first flare with no one nearby. Yeah. I can understand some of the logic behind wanting to shoot off the flare at night, since it's so dark out there. Yeah, it sticks out. It sticks out. But if there are no vehicles anywhere nearby at all, no boats, no helicopter, no plane, nothing, then shooting off a flare is effing pointless. See, my thought was, though, and I don't know how many different types of flares there are, but I know, like, the flares that um, police or emergency vehicles will have on the ground, that they stay lit for a good couple of hours. And it appeared that it was a similar type of flare, but, you know, the ocean is a big place. Well, it it stayed there for a while, but, um, but the ocean is a big place, and it's like you would want to see some sort of light um, to make it more likely they'll be seen. And I get that, but the type of flare that they had, if it's one that you shoot off, it's not going to last quite as long. Also, when that that heat, that fire hits the water, it fizzles out very, very quickly. So it's not going to last near as long as they needed it to. Yeah, I mean, it did. I mean, it's not like they had the camera pointing to the flare, mm -hmm. but it wasn't... Like the normal flares that I see where they shoot off and it almost like immediately like dies. Yeah, it, it did no, stay it did lit for, for a, a bit. little bit, yeah. but once it hit that water, it was gone. It, no, it wasn't. I saw fairly it soon after on the water. But anyways, it wasn't long. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It wasn't near as long as they needed it to, so it was pointless for her to shoot it off. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> but now, if it was like the the roadway flares. That would kind of make sense. That would give them a heat and a light source that they could hold. Because those are typically ones that you either hold oh, yeah, or right. you set on the ground to mark an area so other uh, motor yeah. motorists can go around. But theirs were the kind to signal something further away. Yeah. So um, I could definitely understand if it was one that you hold, but not, not the ones that they had, for yeah. sure. So... But you definitely, if you're ever in that kind of situation, at least wait until a vehicle is somewhat near. <laughs> at least within, you know, sight range. So you're not wasting your minimal supplies on everything. So then, then, when nobody really 
actually physically takes the flare from the hysterical woman not making sense. Like, she's trying to keep it away from them, but, I mean, she was exhausted. She can't have been, couldn't have been, like, that Mm -mm. strong. Mm -mm. I mean, I know they were exhausted, too. But they also outweigh her. Yeah, yeah, they were quite a like, bit. <laughs> they they obviously worked out. Oh yeah, so they would she be was stronger a flip than of her. a girl. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I haven't heard that thing. <laughs> that kind of threw me off a little bit. Not gonna lie, that's a pretty common saying. What does that make? Like, I've never heard. What? Anyways, she was a tiny little nothing of a girl. Yes. So, <laughs> I know I I understand what it means. I, but... I'm pretty sure they could control her with like one hand. Is what I'm saying. So taking a flare from her shouldn't have been a problem. Also, the fact that she seemed to be ready to set it off without even opening the tent covering. She's like, I think of the raft. Like, you are not. Clearly, you're not. <laughs> Clearly, you are not. <laughs> because no. Also, they could have explained to her that the girl they were trying to warm up would be best warmed up slowly and steadily instead of right away. That can cause serious shock to occur in the body. So she would have, even if she didn't try to kill them all, <laughs> would have done a lot more harm than good. Well, I love how her one fuck up essentially caused all of them to die. Basically. They would have been fine. They had food. Yeah. They had emergency water. They had which wouldn't have lasted long, but the one guy, I think it was Jeff, it was one of the dudes, (laughs) mentioned that they were going to ration out the food and water, which is good. Um, It wouldn't last very long with three people in the middle of the ocean. Dehydration can occur extremely fast uh, if uh, they probably were already rather dehydrated at that point anyway. When... uh, I know there's probably an answer to this, and I don't know whether or not I want to know the answer. But I kind of wonder how the bathroom situation would go. Like, if they would just kind of, like, lean over the boat, or if they would just go in the boat, like, how that They probably don't care at that point. (laughs) Oh, no. They were probably already letting it go in the ocean, so, you know. Oh, awful. Are you going to lean over a boat? To do your business when there are great whites there? Nope. I didn't I think so. I don't want it to breach my they... ass off. <laughs> <laughs> so they probably wouldn't either. They're also exhausted at that point. But at that point also, they didn't really have anything in their system to release. Fair. They probably already released whatever they had. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> So I don't think the bathroom was their biggest issue. Ooh, man, peeing would be awful when you're like that dehydrated. It's like either you'd hold it in if or it'd be like have anything to release. Like, ooh, yeah. Anyways, yeah, you probably don't really have much to release if anything <laughs> at yep. that point. But I'm also wondering since they got rid of all of their gear, when Megan finally. Got eaten. There's some goggles that float up from where she was. And I'm wondering where those goggles came from. Because they got rid of all their gear. All their scuba gear and everything. So the goggles came out of flipping nowhere. 
and floated up just to basically let the audience know, yeah, she did. <laughs> they weren't around her neck or anything. We didn't see them the whole time that they were in the water. Nothing. So, you know. But it's fine, because hungry shark do 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 got his meal do 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 do. I still can't believe that she didn't die sooner just because she had that cut. I'm so mad. She was bleeding. Now, they have done several different experiments and studies showing that it's not a for sure thing that sharks will be attracted to you just because you're bleeding. But they did, but what our continuity with the or consistency with the movie, there's a guy that had been attacked and the sharks got him. Yeah. Though, to be fair, he was bleeding a lot more than she was. Yeah. And we've already discussed this before, too. The metabolism of a shark is fairly slow. Yeah. So if they ate most of him, and they had already eaten a lot of the bait that they were throwing in the mm -hmm. ocean, they probably weren't that hungry after That's that. Fair. And that explained why they had kind of left them alone for a little mm -hmm. bit, and then they kept coming back now they're a, a ready food source so they're not just gonna leave it alone yeah but they're not going to to attack outright just yet they're gonna wait until they've swum off most of that previous meal before they decide i could go for a bite and i did <laughs> like that they didn't have the sharks constantly attacking yes. them because a lot of <sighs> shark movies do that i it's like i i have seen the original open water um and other movies are like copycats from open water and they they make them attack a lot now one thing you know i totally forgot to do this i forgot to look at the year that this movie was made versus 47 meters down because their storylines are very we were similar and we had initially wanted to watch this one just to kind of compare it to 47 meters down this one did end up being different enough that it's, yeah, we it's, really can't it's compare it for to sure. each other. Yeah. Though, the last thing I will say on the realism scale is convenient camera is convenient. Yeah. Not only with the SD card or the battery situation, but the fact that it likes to float when you want us to see the people on the surface of the water and just below the surface of the water, but then it'll kind of sink down to the perfect level where you can see everything that's happening under the water, but it'll sink completely when they want a scuba diver to find it in a reef. The camera's OP. A little bit. <laughs> so convenient camera is convenient. Yep. I will say it's so... It's, okay, so for those who don't know us in real life, uh, Jess is travel-sized, so it's just very weird just being so much lower than you. you. And we have the chair as low as it will go, so it's just... I'm small, but I'm scrappy. <laughs> yeah, you are very scrappy. But it's just so funny. And I'm looking my, uh, at like, also, my view in the camera. I'm and not just, like, everybody's so cup of tea. <laughs> yeah. So my shirt's four. It's Shut like up. I'm half a head shorter than you for the, oh my god, it's just great. But someday we Can will have matchy matchy <laughs> set, but we need mula mula <laughs> in order to do that. Mm -hmm. So it's gonna be a while. 
But if you want to support the, the podcast, <laughs> don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Yes. Go the also, long way, guys. guys. We do have a Teespring available as well, so you can get some of our merch as coffee mugs and things like that. So we'll have the link in the description for that as well. And we are concocting plans for the Teespring where mm -hmm. we're thinking that as our theme months come, we will have rotating seasonal clothes that you can buy mm -hmm. but more seasonal to come clothes on maybe some mugs but they those in particular will be limited time available only yes yes but right now we just have the horror movie tea sipper mug which we need to buy so we can show you guys how awesome it is but but yeah well we just got it up and running so it's been running for a few months <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize it was finalized, so my bad. I've been telling you, but that's okay. We've been busy. Well, we're, I think we are also trying to find the right moment. We were, yeah. But the so. moment never came. It's here now, so it's we available, guys. We make the moment. <laughs> we make the moment. Seize your moment. Yes. <laughs> so it's there, guys. We'll have the link in the description below. Sorry if this... Episode seemed a little spastastic. We're trying a new thing, and we have also had caffeine, so you know. And we have eaten dinner, and yes. we're just we're happy campers. <laughs> so, if you guys uh, like this episode, of course, please like, comment, subscribe, share with your friends. Uh, if you have any requests for any other movies that you want us to watch, review, maybe tear apart, we've gotten those too. Please feel free to let us know, send us a message, a, a DM, comment, whichever you feel more comfortable with. And until the next time, guys, stay safe and stay spoopy. Bye! Bye.